Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Matt. I'm That's here to, right. you know, wild card for the week. Wild card for the week. <laughs> I'm here to party. I like to do cool things like uh, prioritize video games over women. Um, <laughs> I like DC. It's pretty great. Flash, what's up? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All righty. Uh, Matt, I think when we first decided to do this, it was supposed to be the three of us doing this show. That's true. So it's a little cool behind-the-scenes stuff. But finally, Matt is He's on the show. He's popular, so it's too cool for us. I'm glad to be here. Work is a bitch. Yeah, always. Yeah. I live in the night. Let's go. I don't know why I said that again, but... It's all good. Glad to finally make it. The Life boys, happens, man. They, you guys accommodated me. It's pretty awesome. You guys actually came here. Yeah. It's a pretty cool setup. I love it. Thanks. So tell us about DC. You really like DC? Like favorite favorite superheroes? Oh, yeah, that? absolutely. DC all day. Um, Flash, definitely my absolute favorite. Green Lantern's awesome. Um, obviously, I have my own collection of comics and stuff. New 52, I mean, we all fucking, oh, damn, we all we all circled around it. <laughs> we all circled around it when it came out, and we just kind of fed off each other. Just shared everything we knew about it. It was a good time. It was a good time. Cool. Well, let's get right into it, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Some crazy stuff happens in this week. Um, so today on Donna Justice, uh, today on Donna Justice, we're analyzing minute number 56, and it starts with the end of the media scene, and then... It ends with Kal-El calling his mother. Yes. So, finally, I think this is the first time we're seeing Martha Kent in this film. This is it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's touching. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's a. I guess it's also our first time back in, in Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Um, I feel like we were just watching it, but I guess it's because of Man of Steel. Um. But yeah, let's talk about this media scene. Um, this is where it gets to the part where Superman's rescuing people from like a flood, I guess. What do you mean you guess? <laughs> I guess it could be a tsunami. Well, the Fox tsunami. Fox, what if it was just post Irma? <laughs> Irma. No, what was the one over there? Harvey in Texas or something. Yeah. Well, I guess it, it's flooding no matter yeah, what. Absolutely. Yeah, it's still a flood, if, even if it's just yeah. raining a little bit. But do you think you know where, it, where it's taking place in? No. Do you? could be anywhere on the U.S. I mean, natural disaster like that, he's watching the news to, like... What if it's not even in the U.S.? I mean, they looked American. It's racist. <laughs> they seemed American. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, where do you think it would be, Mark? What has uh, see, high flood risk? Where there's, there's I think some, Texas does. Does Texas? I think so. The Maybe, mountain, like, Louisiana. region? Louisiana? Mississippi. Yeah, Louisiana. Think about after... Back to another natural disaster, Katrina. It was like they were talking yeah, about they got the levees the that bowl break. shape and everything. Yeah, levees that break and stuff. Just that general area with the gulf. That's a lot of flooding. I know there's I'm a lot of flooding like in, in this Florida minute, here. That that's a lot of It was flooding. a lot. That's of, a yeah, lot. You're absolutely right. Like houses. That's like a dam broke. Yeah, that, I mean that's. I mean that's not just a simple flood. That's like levees breaking yeah. situation. That's terrifying. The whole house is underwater. <laughs> are we? Where, where are we right now? Yeah, are we going right tragic. to that? Um, yeah. Well, we're not really talking about what uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson says or mm-hmm. what Charlie Rose says yet. We're just kind of analyzing. Do you want to talk about what they say? 
Do you it's want kind to? Of important, I'd say. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I, just, I just wanted to get like the visuals. Ne- this is like Neil deGrasse Tyson, who when the movie came out, he was obviously huge among just conversation. Yeah, like was... Elon Musk is now, as far as physics and everything. Mm-hmm. So the fact is. that he was on TV and like on the news saying, just saying to the people, we're obviously not alone in the universe. That's a huge shell shock just to the planet. Like this is everybody getting ready for just. And I guess it's really cool to see like what. Um, like an astrophysicist in real life would say regarding yeah. Superman if he existed. You yeah. think that's what he would actually say? Like, if that's what I mean, obviously it seems. Pretty... You think that's what he would actually say versus like him just reading a script? Yes. I think. I think he would say it. I think he would decline saying something he didn't believe in. I wonder if they Does that actually. Make sense? Yeah, I wonder if they wrote a script and like told him to read it, or like just like gave him like the idea and was like, "Here, go and go and have a conversation." Maybe about they, it. Uh, maybe they talked it out first, and they're mm-hmm. like, and they asked him those questions, and then they're like, "All right, that's your opinion. Can you please say that?" Yeah, on the thing, and I think that's what all of them. Not all of them are real. Like all the other hosts that we saw in the mm-hmm. in the scene, mm-hmm. some are fake, but some are real. Obviously, like Charlie Rose is real, but like yeah. Senator Finch is fake, and, uh, and Glenn uh, Woodburn, Glenn Woodburn. Was, it was yeah. fake. And but I don't know about the other two. The other two seem real. You know, the other two. Um, yeah, aren't they? Talking. They heads. are. They are real. There was Those the one that people. said the line, uh, "Superman could have saved your child." Like, could you be a senator saying that to a person? People just shouldn't be saying that. That's not nice. Like, like people shouldn't be saying. You shouldn't have like as you a, shouldn't be saying no to someone to go save someone else. Is that what you're saying? No, no. So I'm sorry. So here's the line is, is like, um, imagine being a senator and saying that to a grieving parent. Oh yeah. Superman could have saved your child. It's like, how about as a senator, you just don't say that to somebody. Like, yeah, I guess just, it just goes they're back just that's to just the, them like rash like the unilateral the mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You that have to just, admit something like that, or just not do it. I would say. Yeah. I feel like that's a bigger question. Like. Oh, shit. I want to. I want to. I want to put a start on that. I want to get back to that. Maybe in a, in a little bit on this. Just episode. that line. Okay. Yeah, I got that. I okay. got some things I want to say to that, but I need to. I need to sit on them and think about it. Okay. Um, but you know what Neil Tyson does say about uh, what he what he does say in this minute, I feel like answers a question that Charlie Rose has later, which is weird because it seems a little out of order when I think about it. But so Charlie Rose says like that like infamous question where it's like, must there be a Superman? Yeah. And I feel like Tyson's, and I guess my answer to that as well kind of bleeds or is influenced by Tyson's words. Um, but just the fact that he does exist is like the shell shocking moment. Mm -hmm. Um, what is it that, um, so like when he's like saying like, there must there be a Superman, I feel like it's more, uh, relative or like relevant if you say like must there be God in society like the way like our kind of it's not really separated between church and state kind of thing yeah. but it's like we always talk and mention God as if it's like uh, it was a crucial building block like to a have a society name, you know like it's just in our it was culture. crucial for it's, society yeah it's in our culture we were talking about this like last week not even on recording and stuff how we were what are the um the four pillars of and the three pillars the three like pillars religion of, law yeah. but it's like religion doesn't have to have it doesn't a theist like a god figure yeah. but we have one mm-hmm. and it's like 
Imagine their world where that's replaced with Superman. Yeah. And so, like, your whole culture is going to eventually be, like, dependent on it. And I think that's, like, his question is, like, must there be that in society? Like, must there be a Superman? And Krypton gets it with Rao. And it's like, you can't escape it. It's not like it was they were any different. But, I mean, that all just stems from one person being like, all right, that's part of our life now. It's like, really? <laughs> it's you're, crazy. You're it? Like, you're going to dedicate your whole life to something that is something that you can't be. Yeah. Because like, Superman's perfect. Terrible. And yeah, God's perfect. Absolutely. So, like, Superman's not... That, those S's. Superman is not perfect. <laughs> More perfect than us. Yeah, okay. As far as, like, I mean, he has self-doubt, but otherwise, we've seen, like, just in... Just many variations of him. It's not just self-doubt. It's just that... He's... There's parts of him that are flawed just from the get-go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, think the self-doubt comes later. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, like, my answer to that question is there shouldn't be, right? There shouldn't be a Superman? No, there shouldn't be. But there is. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, in this minute, yeah, there is. And that's where we get to, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. And uh, the way he's talking about it is, like, now he exists. Now he's here. Yeah. And this is, like, our shift of our existential, like, shift mm-hmm. um, that we're having because of it. Um, so I feel like he's answering Charlie Rose's question, but for me, it's like that's exactly why he shouldn't exist, or like why there shouldn't be one. Um, you know what's crazy? Okay, so what <laughs> if put it in our real world terms? If this ex- same exact thing happened, but he just doesn't have Kryptonian powers, and there is a, a, an alien still living among us, like what kind of difference would that make? Would you still be having these questions, or is it because he has these powers and because he's trying to use these powers for good that that's, people start asking these stupid questions? That's probably what... Uh, Not stupid questions, that people start asking these... I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a very Redundant serious. questions, I guess. It's the idea of, like, you're not afraid of the weapon until you kind of see it being used. So yeah. the fact that he's out there helping them, people are like, but he's this powerful. This is, this is a question that's saved for probably tomorrow's <laughs> minute, because that's the whole dealing yeah. with calling Martha and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's just like... See, like, that right there already makes the character not... It's it's still... It makes it flawed, but in, like, a necessary way. Yeah. I mean, it's he not... He has to have that one thing to set him aside from just everybody else, you know? Because he still is Superman, but once you create that character, you still have to have all these questions, like, must he exist? So you're saying the first villain of the whole movie is the media, and that's his greatest weakness? That's a good question. A, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then that's so like, is all media. This whole thing, like, uh, the way I saw him just kind of uh, doubting himself reminded me of uh, the Year One book. And this is yeah. pretty much exactly what we're seeing is just Superman Year One yeah. in the, on film. And it's fantastic. And people's reaction to that. Yeah, he's yeah. a little older than the, in the story because he, he's like 21 or something. And I think it was, what, I'd be 25, 26. And he looks he's, older. Uh, I don't think he's 30s. In year one? No, in uh, Dawn of Justice. Oh, no, yeah, he's 33 in Man he's of 33? Steel. 33? Oh, yeah. okay. The first, we well, he's see... He's like 35 his... now. Well, yeah. That's cool. 35? Because he was 34. 33 in Man of Steel. 30, yeah, maybe almost it's 35. It's been like two years. Man. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. And so, then, like... They're both, like... We know uh, this is, like, the end of Batman's career, but they're both, like, just old. You know what I mean? They're really not counting on these guys to be around for too, too long. Well, like, <coughs> Batman <coughs> here is, like, 42 <coughs> or mm-hmm. 40... 45 45 40 yeah 
Um, but yeah, I just I felt like my answer to that was just like, no, there shouldn't be one, you know? Oh, yeah. Because like, I think that it creates a, like a, it could either be like a crutch in society, like like an escapism thing, like where you depend on a, like a godlike figure. So that is, that what you just said, that means if you were in this universe, you would have to be the Father Leon that says, hey man, don't do it. You're the Jonathan Kent. Wait, what do you mean? You're saying there can't be a Superman. If you exist in this world. I'm saying there shouldn't be. If you exist in this world, you'd be the Jonathan Kent. Oh, in Kent. this world. Yeah. Okay. You'd be telling him, hey, you can't be doing that, man. We're, um, we're not like that. No. Yet. Well, if he exists, then he exists. But I'm saying... He'd still be Clark Kent his entire life. It, you'd be Jonathan Kent wanting to suppress him. He still exists and he's still on Earth, but then I'm saying he's not using a Superman powers. I'm saying, like, society creating, like, um, a following out of him. Like, how could you not, though? Well, he's, he's going to have I fans, mean, but exactly. you're talking about how, are people going to be religious towards him? Of and, like, course. But I'm saying, him? well, since he exists, yeah, and that's yeah. fine because he actually exists, but, like, the idea of, like, sh- just should there even be one? Could you imagine that under, like, the church groups? Just all of a sudden, like, you're the church down the street it just gets divided in half by people that are going to stay loyal to what they previously believed, and then the other half goes towards Superman? And that's it. That's, like, one of the... That's like one of the biggest things about it. It's like once that happens, like everything changes. That's crazy, right? That's, yeah. That's Butterfly effect. But on a massive scale. <laughs> Paradigm shift. But I mean, this, I mean, the, the, we're not alone in the universe topic though. That was sat- settled in Man of Steel, obviously, when <coughs> Zod took over the radio waves and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. So people were already a little keen to that idea. It's a double whammy. It's like, First, you're not alone because aliens exist, Kryptonians, but also they're godlike. Yeah, it's like, they so make it, you proves, look like it proves like both. Like Superman, like is a huge wake up call. It's like, damn, not alone in the universe, and definitely not more advanced than they are. Well, yeah, that's what Neil's saying. It's, it's like crazy. we're not even we're not even special in this universe. Yeah, that's something we completely yeah, just like, overlooked to say. I wrote down Alien Among Us and underline the word alien twice i don't really know why but like, <laughs> still, we, we still can't forget i think that's why i wrote it down we can't forget that he's still an alien and i feel like that's what like a lot of one i feel like that's what a lot of these like i guess in our world right now like if anybody ever is like starting to write a superman story or whatever i think that needs to be like one of the top thoughts in their mind like hey he's still an alien mm-hmm. like and he's on earth like don't forget that. He's so fort. He looks exactly like a human. Like they're so lucky. That could. I think that's dude, even, that could very well be the case in think, any what given did situation. I say in Man of Steel. I said like that's even scarier than the fact that Sunny. it's an alien. Yeah. The fact that it's like another human. Humanoid. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they look just they like look, humans. Because there's humanoids like uh, Abe from Hellboy. But he's, I don't understand what Mark's saying. I'm sorry. They like look identical. Like it's, it's absurd. I think that was what I had a question of. What's the difference between? Like humanoid and something else. The way, just the and body. Human like. Do you I know guess. anything about Pokemon egg types? It's no. all about the way they're like bodies. Like, no, I, I'm. Gen- how do you know? It's like something. Imagine like just a different intelligent creature that is on all fours. Yeah, like that's not a humanoid. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Okay, but that's something that's bipedal, bipedal, but what? Like walking on two feet. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> like. It's usually humanoid. upright. Yeah, that's usually. But a bear can go upright. That's not humanoid. But they still—they're primarily on all fours. That's a good question. Nate. <laughs> that's a good point. What's like <laughs> the way you walk, but amphibious? 
I don't know a word for that. Um, I don't know. Does it exist? We should, we should make it. <laughs> yeah, <sorry>. <laughs> we can move on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, well, but yeah, like I said, he's the only one. As in, like Neil Tyson is like the only one that like calls him an alien. I know, right? That's got it. Like, like everyone else is like, oh, the ma- like this man or like this guy, or this thing, and it's got to be the first thing. It's like, think yo, about. this is an alien among us. It's like that's crazy. It's funny. I mean, I wonder if over the long term that could like just. Do you think that bothered Clark when he called him an alien? You gotta accept it. He's gotta be. I mean, he has to accept it, but he's also just gotta be like, "But man, I'm from here." Like, yeah. Like I'm sure it kind of steals the thunder from any like Martian Manhunter story because it's like this is already in film now. But like he goes through that same same stuff, you know. Yeah, that brings up though. He goes in disguise um, when he's not like in his. Yeah, because he's he always wa- in disguise. He, he has wants his to true be human. form. But then he has his, like, what we see as Martian Manhunter. Yeah. And then he has his, yeah. They just want to be human. I think that's... they want to be normal kind of thing. That's going back to how fortunate Kryptonians are (laughs) for just looking like humans. Just looking human. That's what I'm saying, like, is... There you go, John Jones. He's an upright creature, Nathan. That's a humanoid, yeah. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any other notes for this one? He's not a humanoid. He's still a Martian. He's humanoid, though. Um, I would like to say that I do think it shows what humanoid the human like the planet's reaction would first be towards the alien like thing or just the Superman. The first reaction is going to be fear. Um, oh yeah, which is good because Superman's hope and it's the opposite, and they just need to like, come to and accept that, and he just pull him out of the fear. Kind I don't of. think that ever, I don't think that acceptance ever really comes fully 100 percent. not yet well no, i don't we'll think see, it, i don't think it ever well we're gonna see the way they react towards his death because towards the end of are we allowed to talk to about the end of this movie i don't even know it's <laughs> a good question <laughs> i'm sorry have we talked about the death yeah we've, we've said we've, yeah, talk, just, we've talked yeah, about the death. i feel like we talked about it last week movie. i mean um okay and we'll see the way that um justice league is going to open up to just the way they react towards him dying like that's going to be... We also get into Suicide Squad for into a brief it. second. Do they really? Yeah, when Amanda Waller... It's like in the intro. When Amanda Waller's going down and she's like, like saying, like, like, Superman like, flew in the sky and, and then he now. didn't. And then there's still people like mourning him in teacher, t-shirts. So like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying they were going to bring up Suicide Squad in Justice League. Oh, I don't... That's what I call it. Yeah, no, I remember that. They were selling the t-shirts and everything outside the prison. I yeah. think it was a prison. How are you going to try to sell a man a shirt when he, he ain't got no money? <laughs> Like, that's bad business. <laughs> if you bring up Suicide Squad and Justice League, I'd rather it be like if Flash were taking someone to... Wait, this is you thinking about Suicide Squad fitting into this movie? In the Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. No. Let's not go there. No, I don't think that'll work. Flash taking someone and like maybe Captain Boomerang. That was like, just oh, a, you bastard. That was just the whole point of Suicide Squad, right? Just to be like, yo, this team There's tried villains. to be like the Justice League and it didn't work, right? It was, was uh, Guardians no. of the Galaxy, remember? It was all the bad guys. Yeah, but in Guardians... I haven't seen the second one. Me neither. Okay. So, yeah. but like, Guardians of the Galaxy is like, they can't... But somehow at the end, they do become a good team. But I feel like Suicide Squad was like supposed oh, yeah. to fail to show that not all metahumans can be a, a good team. Yeah, and that's why the, Justice League would they be... They were the scapegoats, always. And yeah, 
But I understand that. But I'm I'm saying like the film itself within the DC universe, the cinematic universe, its point was to prove that the Justice League is the only team that can be successful. All right, Does that makes so sense. Excited for yeah. Aquaman. <laughs> so excited. Put a pin in that. Yeah, well, I guess we'll get there when we do that film. Yeah, because I don't want to be involved in that one. <laughs> Too bad. You don't have a choice. All right. Um. Any other notes for this minute? Yeah, man. Go you guys it. are good? We're ending it on. He's calling his mom. No, I, I ran through all no. mine. That's that I'm next. Sorry. What? Yeah. So, like, this is, we talked about it a lot. Like, this is when she actually says that, um, well, you know, she, she, yeah, you shouldn't act unilaterally. Yeah, she, that's this one. Yeah. Oh, oh you're talking about Senator. I thought you were talking about Finch. Martha Kent. No, sorry. Senator Finch. Go for it. Go and, for like, it. that's just always intriguing to me because I don't think it should be that black and white. I know people, just, like, always like saying, like, yeah, he shouldn't act unilaterally. But that's literally taking choice Sounds away from the selfish, character right? it's selfish you take the choice away from the character and that's gen- almost saying like this scene is it, after um when he saves lois from the right? desert right? Yeah, 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 yeah it's all so after the fact i think that whole that set up that topic because they're gonna think of the bad thing he does over thing over all the good he does in that one instance they made it like a military like he was on the u.s I guess side if, and not if the that others one, but like still that's because that's just putting the characters say like hey is it okay if i save these people because then they say nah yeah that's the i mean like that's the superman that you hate mark in the the the, the well the, i don't like that people write the ronald superman reagan that superman see that's the problem is that Someone wrote Superman like that, and now everyone thinks that's how Superman should be. And what it's, talking like asking being him. like the America's like like uh, oh just dog, like Wonder dog Woman on, was. A le- on a leash kind of thing. Yeah, you think I wonder if it started all but, the way from like back in World War Two with like, the punching. Someone Hitler. decided to write Superman in a bad image that way, mm-hmm. and now that's all we think about. It's like oh, Superman's like the attack dog of America. It was in like a and like that's not okay, and it's like. In the Dark Knight, he was heavily influenced by like the president and stuff. Yeah, he acts. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Mark doesn't really like the. I call him I mean, the Ronald Reagan Superman. Cause yeah. Like in, oh, okay. Because yeah. like in the Dark Knight, in the book, like they, um, the Justice League, like signed some sort of something similar to like the Sokova Accords in Civil War. They signed one of those things where everyone decided to not be a superhero anymore. They all had to like take bl- they, Yeah, they had to take the fall for their actions. Like they had to be fucking like punished or whatever yeah it's like hey we can't we can't be superheroes anymore and, and uh, i think yeah except for superman because it was like why do you need all these other guys when you have superman he's the best mm-hmm. but he's i feel shit like to do because when dark side and all that shit comes in is that now he's just becomes i'm ready blinded. for that superman movie where he's just defending like earth as a whole like just but amongst the galaxy you know what i mean like that character i mean like let's see that i have I don't the art, like. you can't say that he shouldn't act oh. unilaterally like you can't I feel like you can't take that away saying. from it. Like I think this Superman is this is why I like this Superman a lot more than others because they've kind of drilled it into people's heads that he should be this kind of yeah Superman, not the one that's in this movie, but the one that Senator Finch wants. Yeah, there's a lot of people who want that same Superman, and it's like I think Superman in like reality, like this one in like Henry Cavill's Superman. Where they would be like, that's not right. I'm not going to just only uh, save people when you say it's okay to. Like, that's not cool. I think it's messed up. I don't want to say it. And I know, like, Superman is such a, a, a beacon of hope type of character. And, like, you know, the Donnerverse helped solidify that. But, like, like that's... Come on, there's more sides to the character. Like, this is... I mean, we've said it before. This is a story of an immigrant that's trying to 
make his way in a society that's just turning the other cheek to him. And it's like, that's a side, that's like one other side of Superman next to like the beacon of hope that everybody likes. And it's, you know, let me save Lois Lane and put a big smile on my face and yada, yada, yada. It's like, okay, well, where's the downsides? Where's the group that doesn't like him? And I don't like that, Mark, what you were saying, like people just want this beacon of hope character where it's like, oh, I want my Superman movies to be happy. It's like, yeah, that's cool and all, but then have you ever that's looked what, at, like, the other side of the character? That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> what does that guy want? It's like, it's not just a one-dimensional character. It can be manipulated and, and, and seen in different viewpoints. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. We're going to get what they decide to put him at, like, very soon. Right now, he's, like, in his cocoon, you know? Yeah. Who knows how he's going to exactly. Um My last note is um, just Henry's nonverbal again. Man, it's so yeah. goddamn powerful. Yeah, that definitely it's him. <sighs> like that's like they they were like, "Hey man, you're Superman and people are like hating on you on national television. Give me that reaction." And you're sitting there alone eating a bowl of cereal. <laughs> is it cereal? Mac and cheese? Um, it's a good question. <laughs> what does Superman like to eat in his pajamas? I didn't know he was I guess he's chewing on something, but I I don't think he gets to see what he's eating. Oh, yeah, I guess he don't. That's a sweet sweater though. I know, right? (laughs) Where's Lois? DC? Um, Yeah, she went to DC. She already got the flight. Because it was really weird. Like, Perry White was like, all right, at least tomorrow or something. It's like, damn, that was... Or no, she needed it that morning. Like, right after... The timeline is still kind of confusing to me because... Remember when... uh, Wallace Keaton... No, he's in jail right now. Don't worry about him. He's going to be in jail for a while. That's how they kind of, like, bake the character for a bit. They, like, put him in jail early and it's like... In this minute, that's when he gets bailed out. For a while, if Lois is in D.C. and she's only supposed to be there for a few days, then Wallace getting out of... this is See, I'm sorry I'm jumping later on in the week. Wallace getting out of jail and taking enough time to get a a spot with Senator Finch later on. Like, that seems like that should be weeks away. We're definitely going to answer it, but there was was a hand behind him pushing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but what works out is that... So Lois is in D.C. right now, yeah, and then they all go up to D.C., and she just happens to be there at the same time. Remember? Because she's, like, at the, she, the, at the barricade. Yeah. 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 That's a, So it's weird how that all works out. Because I think, well, after this week, then we get to Lois Lane in D.C. So. When we get to Keith, like, uh, what's his, what did you say? What, Wallace Keith. Wallace. When yeah. we get to him getting out of prison, I actually, not a timeline dispute, but a geographical dispute. Well, all right, all right, all right. We'll right. save it. I'll I'll save it. <laughs> That's, I'm just done with the notes. We're just getting a call to, all right. call to Smallville. Yeah, with no nighttime apples. There's no apple tree. That apple tree is probably plump for the picking. This is the first time we're seeing Kansas. This happens in this minute. This is the first time we're seeing Smallville, Kansas, in this film again, and it is at night. Mm-hmm. It's usually at daytime. It's like super pretty and whatnot. But nighttime, there needs a severe lack of apples, my friend. It's grim. Severe lack of apples. It's always nice to it's have a nice view. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's nice. And it's but it's a nice shot with like it being at night, and then you see the, the little window light up. And he fucking like, call his mom. And you know what? I'd like to say that's every mom would answer. You know, she doesn't have caller ID either. She's just got a basic like, look at her phone. I don't even. There's no. She's gonna answer that shit no matter who's calling. Look, it's right next to her bed. <laughs> she picks up Jonathan. Man, that's I. I literally unless it's like our core group of friends like calling me or something like that, that I don't know. Like I screen every single oh. one of my phone calls. Parents. You Sorry. S- you don't, you don't take your parents call on the first try. I'm a child of divorce. 
I mean, <laughs> samesies, but I pick up when my mom's calling me, I guess. Out of fear? Right. Yeah, no. Out of fear? No, I just like why? Like it's just I'm so off put. Like why are you calling me? What you do know, you need from me? I don't answer my door. Mrs. Doubtfire I, I hate answering my Somebody front door, did. man. Sorry. I think it was him. I think you quoted Mrs. Doubtfire earlier. Yeah. Who'd you say? The whole time. The, the whole, whole time. time. I was actually gonna say it. I was like, huh? I bet you Nate's mom has one time in her life somebody said to her, you know, you look like Sally Field. Uh, I don't know if she she has that haircut that now. Could be a compliment. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was Sally Field, Aunt May. She was the best. Leanie's Let's great. move on. Oh, yeah, you right. At Leanie Long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's kind of weird because we don't get the, the effect of it in uh, watching it minute by minute. But like just seeing this for the first time, we, like, you get to find out. Because I don't think it was solidified that you knew you were going back to Smallville, Kansas in this film. So when it does happen, you're like, oh, damn, we're back in Smallville. Like I don't know if that's a cool thing, but... Like, once it happens in this minute, it's like, damn, we're back home kind of feeling. I mean, it happens fast. The only time that we're in Smallville during the day is at the very end of this movie. Yeah. That's it. Everything else is nighttime. Metropolis, Gotham. Well, no, 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 just in Smallville. It's all nighttime. It's nighttime here. It's nighttime later when he's in the suit. And he's talking to his And then it's nighttime when she's getting kidnapped. Yeah, I mean she's oh, yeah, she's working out. at the she's diner. She's there during the day, but it's in the diner. It's in the diner, so it has to be day. But they don't go out showing like it's the serene shots of Smallville it's like a theme, they did, man. No, yeah, it's a theme. Yeah, you're probably right. Nighttime theme. Yeah, and you they can't kept have. It in, well, so them. is there something we're missing that in Man of Steel, Smallville was like how we said the pristine, breath of fresh air, like the nice. You're saying not anymore. No, I'm saying it can't be present in this type of movie because that oh, that yeah. type of style, like that pristine niceness, would, can't exist. Exactly, because you're gonna go back to Smallville with the death. Oh, well, it shows. It also up. shows the, his separation. You know, he's not in Smallville, so they don't want to show it to those viewers. Yeah, because he's out on his own in the in the world, so they yeah. keep it indoors every time they're there. It would very break small the, shots. Except, I mean, they just showed the house. They showed the silhouette. But it's nighttime. So it was yeah, grim. Yeah. Like, it was you all can't, shadow. You can't see exactly. what's going on. It would yeah. break the tone of the The, the whole movie. Because there's, no, there's supposed to be no hope, right? So, like, maybe in Just League, whenever they show Smallville, Kansas, it'll be a lot of bright shots. I've seen the one picture that... I'm. St- we're trying I'm to stay trying, away from trying it. trying to stay away from so it. So I've seen the one picture of some whatever dream that happens, and it's bright. Whoa, bro. What, can you guys spoil it for me, too? I'm not trying but, to spoil it for you. I just saw... All right. <laughs> we'll save it. Um, you saw you watched them all. I totally watched it. You watched I heard it? it was spoiler free, so I watched it. All right. I mean, that's fine. I just don't want to see any more because I want to just. I just, just want to see, see it on a screen. I just man. want the tickets to go on yeah. sale. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> um, Alrighty. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up for today. Uh, if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute, and you can find the rest of our shows at ToolMedia.com. Uh, and we'd like to hear what your thoughts are about the minute. You can find us at the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.